now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is Kate Gunderson, and I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy 4 Reality, Fantasy the Normal 4, reality.com. That is where we're playing our Bachelor Paradise game right now, Survivor, uh, Big Brother, Golden Bachelor game. Uh, they're all going on. I ended up having to play Golden Bachelor against myself just so I could see the scores. Um, Sorry about that. That's me, That's me uh, failing you right there. I'm going to blame it on having two kids. I am watching, though, as we've we've discussed. I just didn't rank anything. Yeah, so episode 501 for us today, and we are talking Bachelor in Paradise episode 3, Golden Bachelor episode 3, and quite a bit to talk about here. I'm getting a little worried about Gary. um, Oh, Gary. Like, Do you think there'll ever be an episode where Gary doesn't cry? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I think this is like the healing reality show that America needs. Like, I think this reality show is making me feel like just so good and warm as compared to like all these other reality shows that like kind of like make you wonder about society. Um, I think like people should be prescribed this the Golden Bachelor um, because it's just like warm and fuzzies. We're starting to see a tiny bit of drama, tiny bit of drama, but like, you know, otherwise it's warm and fuzzies. My girl, Kathy is, um, is, is, stirring the pot whether she's doing it on purpose or not exactly i was waiting i was actually waiting for that to happen because like because i was like oh everyone's like being cordial and getting along um but we all know like those moms or i don't know grandmas that like can can talk trash or can kind of like who have an opinion by that age you have an opinion on a lot of things you know what i mean or Teresa, who just doesn't have the self-awareness to know that, oh, I might be upsetting people by gushing about my relationship. That was, it was actually either really good editing or like Teresa is actually pretty um, oblivious or like maybe she doesn't know how to make friends, but how she's like, oh, I think Kathy is upset that I talked about my private time with Gary. And then she talked about her private time with Gary again. Um, yeah. So I, maybe she's just unaware. Um, I am curious. Well, we can get into it, but like how she got the last rose that actually shocked me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're going to get into all this. We're going to talk paradise first. Then we're going to talk golden bachelor before we do any of that though. I remind you to follow us on Twitter at after reality pod, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. after reality podcast. Those reminders, subscribe wherever you download your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, or Amazon. Don't forget to check out our website after reality um, Before we do any of that, Kate, anything in the gossip corner today? You know, no bachelor gossip, but uh, for our lovely uh, Vanderpump fans out there, I don't know if you guys all caught it, but Rachel, previously known as the artist, previously known as Raquel, is um, auctioning off on eBay things, and I have air quotes here, things that remind her of Tom and don't serve her anymore. And those things are Tom Tom sweaters that are almost up to 10 grand now, and um, maybe we should bid on them, Spence. Um, and then, uh, and the lightning bolt. Get one, we'll get one and cut it in half. You can have the yeah, left exactly. side on the right side. Exactly. It'd be very symbolic. Um, and the lightning bolt necklace, which is up to five grand. She is donating the money to, um, charity to like mental health charity that she supports or something like that. But, um, that was pretty savage. And also like first thing she posted in a really long time. And that's what she posts. So I'm, I'll be watching those bids. Um, 
just wanted to sell my things online to help other people get ice cream when they don't do well on the math test. Um, I hope she's making more money now. I don't know if you ever, if you ever listened to the Bethany Frankel interview with her, but like she basically revealed that she like makes or made like no money compared to all of her, um, what, guess. What? probably because she was just like bad at negotiating or she didn't have a manager or something like that. What would she be making money doing? You know, she, she should like charge Bethany Frankel. Like when Bethany Frankel says, I want to have an interview with you, she should be like, great. That's $20,000 because I know how many people will be tuning into your podcast that nobody's ever listened to before. Like Kate Gunderson. I, um, I think the 15 minutes might be up though. I, I think I well, think- she missed it, but that's what I'm saying. Like she could have, she needed like a good social media manager and she missed that boat. You know what happens? She goes away for a season and then she's right back on the show. You think? If if they'll have her back, it seems like they've kind of reversed course a little on her. The girls have, shockingly, um, mm-hmm. and and it seems like bygones have become a little bit of bygones as well. I, like even Jax is like kind of softened on Sandoval, and he's notoriously hated him for the last few years. Right, I know. I think like Tom is Tom had some sort of social media manager here somehow, even though it seemed like he was doing the wrong thing the whole time. But he's he seems to be like coming out on top, which is really unfortunate. Oh wait, there was one more piece of gossip around Vanderpump. Oh, did you see that Tom and Katie might be back together? Tom Schwartz. Randy Glanville posted that the other day, and and then I went and searched for it, and I couldn't find any like real like gas for that fire. But are, are you seeing it? I, well, I think I saw the same post as you. So I think we'll have to tune in to find out is probably why they did that to get us in, to entice us. I actually would like them back together. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> Katie Maloney is an awful, awful human being. And I, I cannot stand by that. Regardless but the of- reason, but the reason they got divorced was like, he was too involved in his restaurant, which like, I think even me as like someone very outside the restaurant business knows like restaurants, like ruin relationships and lives. Um, but I think I bet like once she opened her restaurant, she was like, Oh shit. Now I get it. And then she like, didn't. Her, but her restaurant never opened. It was a front to sell merch that they, they, they showed the, they like opened the place. But it hasn't opened the exterior. Oh, they put out the exterior and then either for code reasons or something, everything that they built on the exterior of the place has been ripped off. And it's like, <gasps> happening then so it's Wait, all what where is what what you have some gossip yeah so i that was a few weeks back so I, anyhow we'll we don't go too far down the the vanderpump rules route because that season is going to be coming soon and actually here in eight days winter house which has short, tom schwartz on it will be back and reminder met tom schwartz and kyle cook while they were filming winter house uh back in march uh and oh and- did you like him i can't remember what you said they were fantastic met him at the top of the mountain in steamboat they spent quality time talking to us uh, oh. great guys. Uh, you could see why people like Schwartz so much. He was, yeah, very, very I like Schwartz. Charming. And like, he's that's why he can do so many things wrong and people still like him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe it. I kind of like him, even though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Wait a second. I'm finding this news now. You're right. It is for unexpected overhaul. Uh, I'll try and read this as we're podcasting, but I know I'm not very good at multitasking. So we might have the update next week. Let's go to Playa Escondida. We're going to paradise. It's morning time at the beach. Power has shifted to the women and some connections are forming. Some are in flux, but kind of as a reminder, we had Jess and Blake, Rachel and Sean, Eliza and Aaron B, Aaron C and Sam, uh, and their baby, um, Braden, <laughs> uh, Kylie and Avon, um, and then Braden getting that foreshadowing edit as we get going. 
an on-screen graphic falling hard and fast, and you know that he's going to crash and burn, and I'm here for it. Um, the the on-screen graphic team or person is working it. overtime. It. It. They are the MVP of the season. I'm still a fan of uh, Blake coming in. Only dates Bachelorettes. <laughs> I like that. Also, I don't know if you noticed it, but Jess's is like um, missing the errors tour. Sorry, we talk about Taylor Swift every single week on this podcast now, but it says missing the errors the tour um, to be here. It's it's just Kate looking for opportunities to allow me to bag on Taylor. No, um, so uh, someone said, "Have you seen that that trend about like the Roman Empire? Like, how many times a week does a guy think about the Roman Empire?" Did you see that? No. No. Anyway, well, I'm asking you, how many times a week do you think you think about the Roman Empire, or how many? How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Once a month? Once Never. a week? Never. Okay. Well, there's a lot of guys out there that apparently think about it daily. And someone was saying, like, what's the female version of the Roman Empire? And I think it's Taylor Swift for me. Yeah, I I had a lengthy call with. Uh, with Will uh, about this earlier today about um, how it's cult-like and weird how much people that aren't 18 years old or younger like this person. Um, and I'm, I'm I, I you can love, judge. We I love, love her. I love sports, right? And I'm really tired of Taylor Swift encroaching on, on, on my turf. On your NFL stuff. Well, you know what? She's, she could rule the world if she wanted to. Yeah, and she's a 33-year-old woman who looks like she's 12. And um, I'm going to get off this lawn because Shots uh, fired. I don't want anybody coming after me for uh, dogging on uh, Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, you're going to get a lot of haters. Okay, Kate, Kate's here to, to, to <laughs> balance uh, it. Big when I zag. Um, enter Tanner with a date card. Um, Jess is grinning from ear to ear. Kat is like, oh, he's so hot. Olivia is like, wow. Um, and the dudes are like, uh-oh. <laughs> I love when the guys can recognize that someone is, is a threat and someone is really hot. Like, I love these guys being like, dude, that guy is fit. <laughs> but it's like, why didn't, why didn't we take notice? Why wasn't he appreciated more on his season of The Bachelorette? I, hey, I appreciate it. I talked about Tanner. I've been like an early Tanner stan. I've talked about him a lot. The, the issue is he is not good television, as we saw on his date with Kat. Like, they, he doesn't, and, and I'll talk about this too. He doesn't really, like, talk well in front of a camera. Is what I'm finding, but maybe he's like good just as a normal person. You know who does? Olivia. I think she's great. There's, there's oh. hot take. I think some people are like really out on her. I'm like super in on Olivia. She's the narrator of the season. Oh, she is. No, she can't leave like anytime soon because otherwise we wouldn't know what's going on and we we'd lose all interest. And I and I love the dr- the dramatic flair that she reports to us with. Right, exactly. Um, like when I think Will at one point gets his his due karma, and she's like look at that, Will. And she's like, but I won't say that to his face. I'll say, oh, Will, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that, Olivia. Um, And, like, he comes in, he's got a date card, love is a wild ride. Jess calls, like, Tanner, the number one guy, uh, which uh, Jack Taylor might have something to say about being the number one guy in the group. Uh, but uh, she wanted to see uh, him here, number one. Uh, he pulls her to the side first. Lots of, she, they had to. So have, awkward. They had to have repeated this. They had to have taken the sound bite and spliced it in twice, because she's like, and she's like, he's like, oh, blue looks good on you. And she's like, oh, wear one piece because I'm bloated today. And then later to, later today, Tyler comes in and he's like, oh, hey. And she's like, oh, yeah, wear one piece because I felt bloated today. I'm like, there's no way she said that to both of them. I think she did. I think Jess, I mean, she's 24 and she's so insecure, which she's talked about before. Like, I think she even talked about that in her opening. Like, I'm feeling so much more secure. I think she's just so insecure. Also, like, if Jess, if that's what Jess looks like, bloated, like, exactly. good for you, girl. <laughs> um, exactly. He pulls Cat, and, and Braden is like talking about planning a date for Cat. Not so fast. 
Uh, I know. Although, can I say that Tanner, Tanner, as I'm saying, might not be good television because he said the exact same thing to Kat that he said to Jess. He was like, green looks good on you. Uh, so and i think he says it like again some other time to one of the girls and it's like okay tanner you got to get some new material here or maybe he's just nervous he's like oh so what are your thoughts on dating Braden so far just i know right it it must be interesting for him because you did you hear like in one of jordan's itms he's like if you told me that like i was going to come down here and like sorry not jordan sean sorry I one think of, they're the same person. One of those guys from Florida, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's like, uh, if you told me I would like Brayden in Paradise, like I would have told you no way. And Tanner's coming in still hating Brayden, but now all of his buddies like Brayden. Yeah, and no idea if he pulled anyone else to the side, right? But he asked Kat to go on a date with him. She bounds up with a smile, a vehement yes, and, and, and off they go. Off they go. She does not talk to Brayden. And, like, at this point, they have been heavy making out for a week, okay? Like, I know back when Will and Olivia happened, they made out once, and she was upset he didn't pull her, and we were both like, eh, I don't know if he needed to. I think Kat needed to talk to Brayden before she went with Tanner, because, like, they have been super into each other the whole time. You know what I mean? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and they showed a thing where, like, she goes to walk to talk to Brayden, but then she just kind of sits down with the group. and Yeah, did hop- she get nervous? And I don't, it's weird how they just like, like everybody on the, everybody go to the day bed. Like, well, could we go hang out at the pool? It might be more comfortable than hanging out on one day bed together. Um, right. But she needed to say, she didn't need to ask for permission. She didn't be like, Hey, no. going our time. I, 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 I had a nice conversation with Tanner and I want to go uh, get to know him. Yeah. And the whole point of love Island, I mean, um, Bachelor in Paradise is for you to find love. So you got to explore your different connections. And like, there's a very valid, very quick, easy talk track right there. And I, I do think it was a little savage that she didn't use it. And then we see after the date, she keeps kind of keeps the savageness up. So maybe that's just like, she just turns on or off. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They go on a date horseback riding out on the beach that heading towards Sayulita town. Um, although that beach that they were on was bound by rocks on both ends. So they were going to need to go, through through the jungle um but anyhow like Braden's sulking he's spiraling back at the at the beach but and they have a they have a nice beach picnic some champagne they get to kissing quickly and that that was really the whole date yeah so i have a okay i have two thoughts about all this i feel like this season more than ever people are coming down like already with a person in mind that they're going to connect with and they're just like okay like how like avon and kylie were just like yep yeah, or, we're good. Now we're going to go. It was the uh, Piper and... Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. And they got so much shit for that. And then, like, basically, Avon and Kylie kind of did the same thing. And right now, like, Tanner and Kat both were like, you're my number one, probably because they liked each other's photos a few times. Brent, and Brent, Brendan and Piper, who actually, uh, in the last few weeks, broke up. I know. That is the gossip. Although it hasn't been, like, totally confirmed, but I could see that coming. Yeah. I, I wanted yeah. to say Brandon, but it was Brandon and Serena. It was Brendan and Piper. Right, exactly. Don't screw that up because they have very different reputations on the beach. Brendan and Brandon, uh, very very similar names. Um, yeah. And back at the beach, Blake only eats birds, and Jess is so perplexed. Like, how do you go to the store and buy birds? I'm like, come on, Jess. Well, no, okay. I will say, first of all, being a girl who has heard many like pickup lines or like talk tracks, Blake has said this before. Because he knows the reaction, you know what I mean. Like he thinks it's he thinks it's funny to phrase it that way. You know what I mean? Because people always think like 
pigeons at first. And then he's like, no, it's like chickens and duck and stuff. I only eat poultry. Yeah, there's there's other ways where he could have said that. Instead of making Jess look like a dumb blonde, I don't even know if her hair is very blonde, but, you know. It doesn't have to be poultry. It could just be, it could be fowl as well. Whatever you right, want. exactly. I but it was a weird way of, of wording it, and I like that Jess was like, I literally thought you meant pigeons because I, I I did too at first. I was like, what is he talking about? He also was just saying it to get a rise out of her. I I I, I was there with him the whole way. I was like, okay, he he eats a lot of chicken. Um, now that we've seen that that Jess was so like in love with Tanner, though, do you think she's just like hanging out with Blake to save time? Mm, I don't know. Because she was like, Tanner's my number one, Tanner's my number one. I also love that they have like top fives, like as if they're in middle school. Um, like, my face. He's I my know. Yeah, exactly. Jess and Tanner, Jade and Tanner. And also like, and, she, and, and Jess gets mad at Kat for going with Tanner. Cause she's like, she knew he was my number one. And it's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it was also Kat's number one. And like, we are not in middle school. And so I feel like that's like very childish. Anyhow. Elsewhere, it's a very lazy day at Paradise where people are just hanging out on the daybed, vibing with each other because it's only, uh, only good vibes in Paradise. And enter Tyler Norris for the second time. Who seems to be a hot commodity. Yeah, I mean, Avon and Rachel, the, the most excited to see him because they're the most familiar with him. But Olivia, I mean, it, anybody walks down that beach, Olivia's like, Woo! I know. Well, she knows she's got to keep up the commentary to stay on the show. It, it's kind of like that season when Jordan and Demi were doing like play by play from the beach of like, yes, 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 right. When Demi wasn't, it was like Demi's second season yeah. on Paradise, so she wasn't like the main drama anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the season I, I think where her girlfriend showed up. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! I oh, Jesus! I forgot all about this whole storyline. <laughs> then before she got into a big spat with Reality Steve and and all all of that jazz and. Anyhow. No, remember like the, yeah, remember they like went home early. She had that whole like hot tub thing that was like, maybe he took, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, hot tub past, past drama. Oh, no, no. You're, you're talking about Corinne. Oh, I'm talking about Corinne. You know, I, I do. Cor- right. Corinne is on the House of Villains right now with Jax. Um, All right. Maybe I'll watch. Yeah. Wait, what? Ha- yeah. Now I need to know what Corinne's up to. I do follow her occasionally. She's every bit as kooky as she was before. She's villains going to vill. I don't know if she's taken over her father's garage flooring business yet, but remember, it was an empire. It was an empire. Uh, he's in, you mean he's in the mafia burying, burying bodies? <laughs> uh, high-end garage flooring, because everyone needs... Right. That's high-end. what I need right now, after I murder my husband now. <laughs> Gotta cover up the blood. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. All the girls are swooning over Tyler Norris. Uh, he's had a, He has a date card. He pulls Rachel to the side, his ex. Um, she's like, hey... Here's my story, but everyone here is super open. Is that true? But you're, you're trying to paint that picture. And I think she's trying to signal to him, like, take me on a date. Yeah, oh, absolutely. She Like, they yeah. point you and everybody's like, oh, the body language over there is excellent. I mean, it's also like. <laughs> who, who said they were a body language expert again? Sean. <laughs> Sean did. <laughs> I love that. I, Sean is just like, I just love Sean. He He's a great person. He really is better than I thought he was going to be. Great. Um, and I mean, but to the credit, like. Tyler and Rachel should have good body, body language. They they dated they know each other. Yeah, a long, a long, they know each other maybe better than anyone else. Uh, uh, opposite sex know each other there, right? Oh, for sure, exactly. Yeah, like they've made out a few times. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Tyler then pulls Jess to the side, and just like she told Tanner, she like loaded today, had to wear the one piece. 
Also, like, people wear one pieces all the time. I feel like she's, like, apologizing that like, she's, like, so conservative in I'm her, like, sorry, most recent... I'm sorry, I'm from Florida, and I didn't wear my bikini today. Oh, maybe that's it, because she's from Florida. Because I was going to say, that one piece was, like, basically a bikini. It was, like, down to her belly button and then, like, very high in the back. We're a Florida love pod today. We're uh, all kinds of... Uh, <laughs> no Florida man mentions just yet. Um, right, exactly. Uh, then he pulls Mercedes to chat, and she talks about the Will situation, but also, hey, I'm very open. And then he chooses Mercedes. And I was shocked that he didn't choose one of the other two. I think, well, okay. I think everybody goes in really wanting to date Jess. I think on TV, she seems like so sweet and cute and nice. I think Jess has bad banter, as they would say. I just don't think she can do the chit chat. Um, I think she loosens up later, maybe. Not going to say she's dumb, but maybe, maybe that's just not a real great. Maybe she's 24. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. But I think everyone comes in wanting Jess, and then they're pleasantly surprised by a lot of other people. Um, I didn't see the Mercedes thing happening, but now I like kind of want to be a detective and like go back on both of their Instagrams and see if they've like liked each other's stuff. Honestly, I want him to date Rachel. You did to just see that and how that would play out? Something we've never had before, right? I it know, was- but like it would be cute if they had more of a, you know, okay, you know where it would have worked? If it was like Hannah Brown and Tyler are both in paradise, that's where it would have worked, where it was like the thing that wasn't, but everybody had been like rooting for, but where it, but it doesn't work because the way she sent Tyler home. Do you know what I mean? Like how Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron ended was like somewhere where like it was unfinished business, but how Tyler and Rachel ended didn't feel like unfinished business. Right. Does that make Um, sense? Yeah. But to the, to the, to the degree that I'm looking at it here, he is like the hotter commodity now, right? So like the shoes on the other foot, and that is true. He is the hotter commodity. I would agree with that. Yeah, and arguably was the first time they dated too, right? Um, and I just think it's interesting. I, I would like to have seen it. Maybe yes, we've seen yes, we've seen Becca come down to this beach and 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 meet the tallest person ever to be on the beach, not named. Um, oh gosh, what, <laughs> what's the guy's name that that uh, Charity just got got with? Uh, Gosh! Oh, oh, Don. Don, yes, uh, he he had an <laughs> got an inch on Thomas. Um, anyhow, we'll see what this does to poor Will. But then there's Sam. Sam, I am nine days with no pooping, laxatives, school softeners, <laughs> sweating at the rose ceremony, squeezing it in so tight that she doesn't poop her pants, and then as soon as the rose ceremony is over, doesn't need to go. This has got to be really <laughs> tough to talk to a camera. Also, like, is that possible? Like, it, literally, you're holding it in. I didn't know, like, you could hold it in that much that you then trick your body into not going to the bathroom. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I I, I feel really <laughs> bad for it. And, and I, I said this out loud while I was watching it. Most stories you hear about Mexico go something like this. Went down to Mexico, had something to eat that I shouldn't have, and I spent the rest of my time sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I know. Go eat some street meat, girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> Go get some Montezuma's Revenge. Um, also, I feel like the only thing she didn't try, though, is like a suppository. Not to make this a podcast about uh, <laughs> biology podcast. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Like, or an enema or, or suppositories or whatever. And you shouldn't just take stool softeners once. You need to take them many times. As, as parents of children, or at least this is where all of my expertise comes from, like, exactly, there's, there's a routine to this. You've got to get on it. Also, stop eating applesauce. Applesauce is a trick. It's actually constipating and not helpful for the digestive system. Yeah, like, 
you can't, don't drink alcohol though, because that's going to dry you uh, out. Well, you know, and and also it relaxes your muscles, right? And you don't want oh. your muscles to work. Um, oh, she really needed to talk to us before she talked to the cameras. I like, but I I feel so bad for it. Like Sam's number one fan. Sam's number one right. fan <laughs> since, uh, since her first season. Um, and like the medics, like we might have to consider drastic actions. Possible. Do you think she goes home? I. I think there's a decent likelihood, um, but they didn't show us like the ambulance showing up. I know. And also, um, so you know how Aaron brings her the olive oil shots? Yeah. That's what my nanny always says whenever my like little kids are, are come. She's like, just a shot of olive oil. And we did it last time it worked. And I was like, oh, okay. We could have all just been having olive oil this time. So maybe but, that'll work. Yeah. I mean, like possible sedation and delivery of a poo baby, which like, I think we're conflating sedation with like general anesthesia. We're not going to have <laughs> anesthesia it's gonna be like she's still gonna push <laughs> gonna sedate you here like she's uh, gonna get an epidural no he's gonna i don't know it, it's probably like here let's let's here take a vicodin or three and and we're gonna like do something uncomfortable and and he he's like like he we get some great itms with this guy and he's like talking about length and weight of poo babies and uh and trying like, to keep a straight face the whole time which i really appreciate yeah and when he when my favorite favorite line of the episode Maybe we try additional laxatives, enemas, or digital stimulation. And if, if anyone's keeping score, that has nothing to do with technology. Nothing to do I, with yep, Yeah. It took me a minute to be like, what would digital stimulation be? And then I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was like, got it, got no, it. Have pin digits uh, on your hands. <laughs> um, then uh, <laughs> this might be the best podcast I've ever done. Um, <laughs> Sam goes on to tell Olivia about this, and she gives a great ITM as well about poop babies. Um, <laughs> And and then Wells time and and he's like what's today and I wanted to just be like poop babies right well she's just telling everyone honestly I do appreciate her kind of like shedding a light on something that's normally taboo and you wouldn't talk about and you know and and she's going out there and she's being a mature woman that she is and telling everybody about her poop baby most mature one there we've been told exactly she can handle the conversation with a lot of maturity yeah. Um- Anyhow, like there's there's a bunch of well wells get several sessions with people this episode. Mm-hmm. Re-enter Tanner and Cat. Braden's right there, wants to talk. I enjoyed my time with Tanner. The day was really exciting. Energy levels were kind of different with him, and I'm not so sure I see anything more growing between us. Boom, mic drop. That was savage. That was like she did not go to the Spencer and Kate uh, uh, TED talk on how to break up with someone on Paradise because that was that was pretty abrupt and pretty savage and seemingly out of nowhere. As Vanilla Ice might have said, quick to the point, to the point, no faking. <laughs> Apparently. And I mean, there are people who like, you either turn it on, you turn it off. My husband always talks about this. Like the second he's not interested, he's not interested and he's kind of a dick. Um, and she kind of did that. That was Zach's season, right? So right, yeah. So she pulled a Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Cat. Cat was just like, I'm done and now I'm a dick um, to you, Brayden. And what season was Cat on? Right, Zach's season. She learned from the best. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's just, it's just paying it forward. Do you think um, Do you think she was just biding her time with Brayden or like waiting for Tanner to come? Or do you think she was actually into him? I think she liked Brayden, but Brayden's, Brayden's more like... Goofy. It's more like... Uh, Spring break hookup? like party games right and then like yeah. he's like spring break hookup he's not the guy you marry yeah. sorry Braden. summer camp guy right yeah, uh, exactly exactly what this is it's summer camp exactly uh, 
they seemed like they were like cute and having fun and being playful together. Um, but it so seems like the second Tanner was interested. Yeah, but we already know that she makes out with this John Henry guy because then she gets obliterated by a wave on the beach. Dude, I did not remember who John Henry was like at all. And I don't ever since I got married, I don't find anybody attractive except for like Thor. Um, But literally John Henry in the scenes from next, I was like, who is this man? And why don't we know more about him? Who is he? Like flood my feet of John Henry and Taylor Swift, the two most attractive. Wait, seriously, what season was he on? Why don't I know about him? Why is he so good looking? It was on charity season. I'm pretty sure that's what he's John Henry because John, who also is coming next week, was on that season too. Oh, and but he looked like too scraggly for me. I think at first. Oh, oh, he's the underwater welder, which has got to be a, one hell of a job. Can he um, make demo? I mean, we're we're at the beach, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, John Henry's going to stir stuff up. Um, as I've said before, John Henry is going to be a bombshell. I'm gonna follow him. Find out what's going on there. <laughs> um, anyhow, Will thinks she was just using Braden. We don't know. Um, Braden's telling Wells like she's a completely different person now. Like I'm, I don't hate her for just being like, "Hey, like we had a good run. I'm out. Um, like don't drag him along any long. You, if you know, you know." It's, I know, it's, but she could have done it a little bit softer. I think like murder- we had a really good time. Yeah, she's murdered. Um, she should have said we had a really good time. This was really genuine. I just think my connection with Tanner was more instant and better. See you later, alligator. Yeah. John Henry went home in week two of that season. So perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why we didn't get enough his time. Plus like he had a shirt on, so (laughs) we didn't know much about him. (laughs) Pat Pat later on gets confronted by Kylie and Jess to share like, Hey, what happened? And like, Hey, this is how Braden's feeling. And like, it seemed like, Kat is playing dumb. Kat is playing dumb. She knows she just crushed Brayden's heart, right? Like, she's like, what? Oh, my God. How could he be upset? <laughs> no, come over here and talk to me right now. And it's like, Hurricane Cat's I'm like, why, why are you even mad? Who cares? You got Kat seems like not someone I would actually be friends with because I think she's just, like, too selfish Never. and dramatic. This kind of happened on Zach's season, right? Right. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn, I would say, is a good judge of character. Not that I know Brooklyn at all. But, like, Kat yeah. seems, I don't know. Kat seems selfish. I think she's right. Kat seems selfish. If the shoe fits, lace that bitch on up. Ah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Braden, whether he feels like one or is one, uh, he's a dirty whore. Um, yes, he is Tyler, a dirty whore. Tyler and Mercedes, they go on a date. No one falls into a swimming pool. Um, uh, they, they see a shooting star. Uh, I'm sorry, pause, pause for the shooting star. They see a shooting star, and then the producers created a CGI shooting star to show us what a shooting star looks like. <laughs> quite an quite a extravagant one. Um, yeah, exactly. They sit down to a nice meal of food that they do not eat. Um, he turns out um, Mercedes was one of the people he came to paradise for, which surprised me since she got such little time on Zach. I knew nothing about her. She was one of her and Kylie went home on the Zoom, right? Yeah, I, I oh right, I didn't realize it was her and Kylie. That's why they're besties. And the raccoon is back. Raccoons are back, crashing their date. Claire Crawley famously spoke to a raccoon for an entire oh, right. paradise, which I think was the season in Tulum, the first season. Um, oh, like, wait, oh, I love how they're like, oh my God, a shooting star is a, po- a good sign and a raccoon is a good sign. I'm sorry, a raccoon is not a good sign. Yeah, I they're don't tra- think, like, <laughs> a trash panda. <laughs> That's not, I, in no, in nowhere, in no place, like, are people like raccoons are good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, fireworks, fantasy for reality points. Uh, Will is going to be wrecked. He's on the outs again. Cut to the beach where everyone is, like, passed out in beach chairs in the dark. 
And do you think they were like, guys, you can't go to sleep yet. You have to stay up till they get back. I think that's what they told them. 1000%. Like why else <laughs> yeah. would they be like just dead passed out on the beach? Like, they're just like waiting for these guys to get back from their dates. Um, he does get to chat with Mercedes. She spills like, Hey, great date. But she didn't lower the boom like Kat did. She's like, he's hoping for like maybe better news in the morning. Although I, I like the way she does it. Does it. Sometimes you got to ease people into bad news. Someone once famously told me, you got to disappoint people at a rate they can absorb. So Will is like disappointed, but not crushed. He has like a little hope, but in the morning, then he'll be a little bit more disappointed. Whereas like Brayden, she just disappointed him at a rate he couldn't absorb. And he, that's why he feels like a dirty cheap whore. Go back to Sam. Cinderella, but now with the glass slipper. instead of big dookie. <laughs> um, I love that Wells tries to scare the crap out of her. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and Sam at one point says it's just a crappy situation in her ITM. There are some good. There are some good uh, puns there. Her on-screen graphic pressure building. Uh oh. She's got the countdown clock. It's like she's like, I might have to leave in the morning when the, at sunrise we'll reevaluate. But I'd rather go to a hospital in the U.S. Like this is not something you need to get back to the U.S. for. Like they can do whatever they need to do. Give you a colonic or just whatever. Just give you a gigantic suppository, and it'll work in like. An hour, I feel like they they gotta. But Aaron crushes this thing with the poopy platter, coffee, salad, shots of olive oil, beans. Talk about a supportive boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, cheers to making bleep happen. And what a, I mean, what a great sport. Um, you think she's? Well, you think she's gonna poop? You know, I don't know whether she pooped or not, but I will say, if this girl does not have a sponsored post with a laxative company, a suppository company, some other drink that's popular now that influencers are pushing. Like she should have capitalized on this. A, pre- a prebiotic soda. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. Like she could, this girl could capitalize on this right now. And I don't like the fittest woman there. She's ripped. You see I know where, where is that? Yeah, I don't Do know. We need to talk about that. All things, like, an eight pack. Like, yeah, she's like, don't look at me. I haven't her, pooped in nine days. And you're like, but have you eaten in nine her, days? I don't know. Her arms just like, as, like veins popping out. She's in phenomenal uh, condition. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyhow. I to- no, and I totally agree. I will say, though, there was some good placement because, you know, I watch the commercials sometimes. So right after the whole countdown, one of the one of the countdown segments, the next commercial was a laxative commercial. So I will say at least like someone in production was paying attention to the fact that, you know, you need to, you need to capitalize on this moment. Um, I, I'm going to look her up and I'm going to see if she, by any chance is doing any sponsored posts around this, but I think the answer is no. Sadly. I, I, I don't know. Love you. Say no. Uh, back to the show again. Please don't leave. Uh, it'll be a crappy way to go out. <laughs> uh, anyhow, next week we got John Henry, John B, the paradise truth box. And can we talk for a second about Braden dropping bars on top of Aaron's beats in the end credits? Braden just needs to be famous right now. That was amazing. Like, and, and at first I was like, has he done this specific rap before? Like, has he pre-wrote this? I don't think he did. Even if he has, it's still good. Yeah, exactly. That was amazing. Like I, he needs way more credit from that. And like a, a label signing him. Yeah. So, um, that's quick, talent. Quick look at fantasy for reality where it is a, Tight game now. That's where we're playing our Bachelor in Paradise game. Like I said, Golden Bachelor's here as well. You're uh my team, almost paradise, holy shirts and pants, 585 points. Your surf survival of the fittest, 575 points. So it's super tight. You can't fight back this week on the on the strength of Mercedes and Tyler having a great date. 
And uh, anyhow, plenty of time for people to sign up and play. Uh, draft draft your teams. Start a league with your friends, your colleagues, whoever it might be. Let's talk Golden Bachelor. Um, and we'll go fairly oh, quick. Great. Golden Bachelor. I almost forgot. It's a fairly quick episode. Week three, only 12 women remain. Uh, connections are getting deeper. And Kathy realizing as she talks to Afghan, where where you're Afghan and we're a Talon, um, she sees other women stone faced in the house. And then, like a bolt of lightning, when Jerry walks in the house, and Afghan is uh, April and Faith and Kathy and Nancy, I believe, is, is the Afghan crew. Uh, I, I feel like Nancy needs to get some more screen time. I like Nancy. Um, I know, and she got a rose early on, and I was like, well, wait, wait, who is Nancy? I don't, I don't think I know Nancy. Also, Nancy, like, definitely a 60-year-old, 70-year-old name. Like, just nailed it. <laughs> um, and in here, enter Jesse Palmer, host, age 44. Um, at, at the oh, time. right, it's still going to be 44. Time of this filming. And this week, we have a group date and a one-on-one date. And kind of something we've never seen before. Everyone goes on the group date. I also love that Jesse's like, I'm going to explain to you how this show works. Because last time I dropped off an envelope, everyone was confused. <laughs> like, I'm not, there were no fantasy for reality points awarded for any, someone reading the date card. Because Jesse explained it to you. Right, exactly. Jesse explains it all, just like Clarissa. Um, and they will all be performing in a talent show. And, and like, I just can't fathom like 60 to 70-year-old women being like, yeah, I got to go do a talent show. And they killed it. Like, you know, the talent show is always, like, one of the worst dates on Par- on Bachelor or whatnot. And this was, like, once again, chicken soup for the for the soul. Like, this was the best talent show, it sounds like. It was actually good. I think we needed Caitlin Bristow here. Uh, that, that's kind of beside the point. No, that was random. Maybe they didn't know how much these women would bring it. Because, like, these women just carried the show. Maybe she was there in case they needed some filler or some... Yeah, they were they were all funny, talented. Like uh, Susan, is that her name? Doing karate, yeah, breaking the board. the board. Like what? What? All, all I could think of is like, what would my talent be? I I have no idea. Uh, it was like Faith plays a song on the guitar for Gary. Kathy does some push-ups. Nancy, the right, wh- yeah. cream catcher. Uh, oh yeah, that's probably what I would have done. <laughs> Leslie dances with a top hat and a feather bow and kind of turns into a bit of a tease, and then she bakes too. Um, yes. Joan wrote a poem called "I I hope I hope I don't vomit on your shoes," which was funny. This Joan was like freaking out the whole time, and it was actually like the most little cute little thing ever. And uh, Gary appreciated and takes her on a on, on a uh, on a dinner, and we we kind of learn a little bit more about Joan and uh, she had left home like uh, left her daughter fifteen days after she just had a baby, and we don't we don't know what's going on some some hard things were going on and but she's excited to be there and like he appreciates the sacrifice like he's very appreciative of a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and things go really well and she gets a, the group date rose here on the one-on-one portion but the next day an emergency message and she needs to go home and be a mom yeah and to be honest like as someone you know we've both been through it like the f- if especially if it's your first kid and even if nothing goes wrong with the baby you need your mom like there's just like it's just like sleepless nights and there's a lot going on and it's just rocking your world. And like, so I totally get whatever text she got um, that asked her to come home and help. And it sounds like there's, it's not an easy baby or something's been going on. So it makes yeah, I, did, I, I didn't dive into any side side stories or I, I think. Oh, neither were, did I. But, uh, but I mean, Gary does at least, I guess, arrive to the house in the neck of the time. He gets to chat with her on the, on the goodbye bench. Uh, she leaves to go home and I wanted him to be like, Hey, if you can come back, come back. Yeah, I, I know. Right. Yeah. He was really into her. Like, I actually thought he'd be like, I totally understand. Go, go, go. But he was kind of like, 
I understand, but I'm mad. He's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, disappointed. Really, I'm really disappointed. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know. Have, he. I think he He thought maybe she was the one. She did have the best photo of anyone on the show by, by a long Right. Time. And she's the youngest, I think. Yeah. Her and Nancy. Nancy. Uh, and Faith, uh, the, the floor. Actually, Edith was is the, also, they're all 60. Um, Ooh, what if Joan gets to be the next Golden Bachelor? Ooh, Ooh I see. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in that. I think I might be right. Heard it here first. Um, exactly. Ellen gets to go on a one on one date. Uh, fashion designer Michael Costello. Not familiar with him. Uh, no, but all the women are. So it must be like a popular guy from back then. Yeah, he's here to help, and it's kind of sort kind of sort of the pretty woman date. It's dressed. Yep. Princess, pretty woman date. Yep. Uh, Gary says he can be the most himself with her. Gives her some earrings. They barely chat about their lives at a hot air balloon picnic. Right away, he gives her a rose. They go up 100 feet in the hot air balloon. And they kiss, and the date is over. It's the fastest date in the history of the show. I mean, maybe. Maybe it was also editing. Um, have you been in a hot air balloon? I have not. They're kind of boring. They're I would very imagine, slow and boring. Imagine all the more boring just hovering 100 feet off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is like speed dating uh, bachelor. Uh, yep, an hour show, right? Cocktails and roses. Um, Teresa struggled with um, maybe the best decorum, as it was described by Kathy. Like a lot of talk about her great dates, my great dates, the connection I have. And April actually tells Teresa, like, "Hey, you need to stop running your mouth. Like, you're, like you're you're being show off. You're offending people, and like doesn't Teresa like it's not me you're offending is is what Teresa's getting from April, but." Uh, Right, she actually's like, uh, you're pissing off Kathy, and Kathy's my friend because we're both in the Afghan Afghan crew. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, like, there's there's some drama here. Like, Kathy, I think is a little bit dramatic. I have a really tough 24 hours. I've experienced a lot of meanness and daggers, which seems like a yeah. little. Yeah, uh, I think she's. I think Kathy's like a drama queen. Yeah, um, I like her though. She's a good narrator. Yeah, but, she, and, but she's good at manipulating the situation, which a good narrator is. You know what I mean? She's like, I think in a different edit, it would look like Kathy's the one being like nitpicky, you know? Uh, she doesn't say a name. Greatly appreciates that she is putting his feelings ahead of hers, which I like that she didn't try to throw someone under the bus to Gary. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, I started in a lot of places, I started writing Gary in the notes, G-A-R-Y. So I, oh, so that you don't screw it up and say Jerry. Um. But then he he goes and gets her a rose right then and there, and boom, she gets a rose. Which, boss move, Kathy. Boss move. Yeah. Uh, but then back with the group, Teresa pulls her to the side, and, and Nancy tells her, like, hey, Teresa, like, how, how you made her feel. And it was like, hey, you made me feel like it was territorial, and like you wanted everyone out of the way. And, and Teresa is very apologetic. She seems genuinely upset about it, which is like, mm-hmm. different than what we see on the regular show, right? Um, yep. But then Gary kind of stumbles upon Teresa crying in the bedroom and he's like, I can't believe it was her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. But also um, he like comforts her, but then she gets the final, the last rose of the night. So he might be getting like, the, yeah, yeah, I'm going to comfort you, but actually I'm getting the ick or something. Or production was like, Hey, we need you to build some story here for us. Give her the last rose. Um, but I don't think Gary would do that. He has good character. Oh, but Gary's a rule follower, um, so he's going to win. True. Um, it, but I was like, oh, it's not what he's here for. But yeah. a week of exceptional highs and some unexpected lows is what he calls it. Ellen and Kathy already have a rose. Joan, of course, left with her rose. Um, mm-hmm. 
First Rose goes to Faith. No surprise there. He's liked her from the start. Sander, who we still don't know much about. Mm-hmm. Who's the, the kind of over-the-top party girl dancer. Uh, Sexy dancer. Nancy. Susan, the, the hairstylist chef and, and ninja now. We, we keep adding to her dossier. Um, April and then Teresa. So we say goodbye to Edith and Christina. We, we knew Edith a little. We didn't know Christina at all. And, and that leads us to next week where we'll have nine women still standing in a pickleball championship. Which, I love that they did this. This is, this is gold. Well, remember, he really likes playing pickleball, but like, we obviously someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. But did you, did you ever watch like the, it was like a kind of a trailer thing where you got to meet all the women before the show. And the producers did a really funny, like, super cut where it was all the women being like, I like to play pickleball, 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 pickleball. And it was like 20 of them saying they like to play pickleball. So it's actually like, it's, it's a good, it's a good play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this looks like an ankle injury, some four wheelers and a lot of heavy making out. Um, so like, I think we're re- really ramping up. Do you think we're ever going to leave the mansion? Oh, yes. I think, I think travel, one day. Travel maybe just for the final. Or for like, I don't know. Think of that. That what's it called? Like something thrombosis. Like all of them probably like get get deep vein thrombosis or something when they travel. Uh, I'm sure they'd be like fine. blood clots. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they probably shouldn't travel much. You have to go somewhere for like overnights, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I wonder. I didn't think of that. I'm there. fine if they just stay. It's going great. I'm fine if they stay in the in the mansion. There's enough stuff to do. They climb up to Napa. Yeah, uh, sure. Somewhat. Anyhow, um, to tie that up, Golden Bachelor, the leading point uh, earner so far this season is Faith, 230 points. But this week's leading boat earner, Joan, who had to leave on her own accord, uh, 110 points. Uh, but uh, my Golden Girl squad is doing great playing against itself in this league. <laughs> um, Sorry. And uh, anyhow, uh, play along there and play along. The Survivor game is just getting going. And uh, Big Brother's beginning to wind down. Check out Will and I later this week on the Mix Bag. Uh, follow us on Twitter at AfterRealPod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Reality Podcast. And subscribe wherever you might be listening now. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. Find at it Fantasy for Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Kate. Kate Stern Gunderson on Instagram and the TikTok. Very good. Very good. Well, until we chat again, we remind you we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.